Greetings, Hypothesis listeners. It's been a while. I hope you've been well. I hope that your family and your loved ones have been well. And that you, like us, are looking forward to what seems like a new beginning of something familiar. I spent a little bit of time on my drive-in this morning, as I did a little bit last year, the beginning of the school year, sending a voice memo to one of my friends. And uh, it's just detailing a little bit about where we are in the current moment. It's been a while since uh, a transmission from the hypothesis was sent out into space. And since then, we have been operating largely in the same way as when we left off, which is we've had kids in childcare up at the school building, and we've been operating largely virtually. I think a lot of us were looking to the next school year as the time in which we would do our full-scale reboot. But day before yesterday, we received uh, some news from the state, uh, news that it's the expectation that students will be back fully in person on April the 5th. So as you can imagine, there's a bit of a mad scramble to try to figure out how we do that uh, in a month's time. How do, we, how do we think about bringing our kids back socially and emotionally to a context that may have once been familiar, but now may be a little bit strange. And so I recorded some of those thoughts this morning in a voice memo that I will share with you now by way of introduction to what we hope will be a new and exciting context, one that seems, as I said, familiar, but is brand new for so many people in so many ways, especially our littlest ones who haven't yet been to school in person with a classroom full of their peers. So with that, I, uh, I will cue up this little voice memo to my friend Latif Nasser that I hope will give you some insight into what schools like ours across the country may be facing uh, in this very moment. I hope you all are well. Talk to you soon. Good morning, Latif. Uh, it's been a long time since I checked in with you. Driving to school this morning, uh, still dark out. And Wednesday, uh, two days ago, the Secretary of Education uh, announced that all teachers, school staff would have access to vaccines within the next three weeks. And as such, the expectation is that all students uh, who are able to return to in-person learning will be back fully in person by April 5th. Um, that was roughly a month from the, that's roughly a month from the announcement. And uh, initially I was very excited because we've been, you know, hoping that this day would come. We've been all looking toward the, the end of the tunnel, so to speak, uh, the time when all of our kids could come back. And I think I knew that it was going to be complicated to do that. I thought that it was going to happen at the beginning of the next school year. 
and that we would have time to, you know, to prepare, to, to figure out how it is that students are supposed to come back to school, how they adjust to being back in school. Do they remember how to interact with the school environment? Probably yes, but we can't assume that. We also know that it's been a hard time for a lot of students. They've experienced a lot of social isolation, um, a lot of them, or that their social interactions have been largely through screens. So uh, an in-person environment is uh, also something that might be a little jarring at the end of this. We have to think about the social and emotional lives of our kids just as much as the academics and the end of the year testing and it's a lot to consider. We're also trying to redesign the school and part of that is, you know, orchestrating the, the ways in which students move from room to room through the hallways how they interact with one another, what we want the student culture to be like around the school. And I've also thought we'd have more time to develop those things. We have groups of, uh, of educators and administrators all working on that right now. We just kind of started that work. So this just really sped up the timeline. Um, you know, <laughs> it sped it up rather quickly uh, and quickly. So, We also had our lottery for open seats yesterday, and we're going to convene the community this evening um, at an event that that has been called Gathering of the Pack and has been convening everybody on the full moons because we're coyotes and that's what we should do. Um, But this is a special Gathering of the Pack to discuss how we move forward as a community together. I know that teachers are largely not going to be prepared or ready by April 5th um, to be vaccinated and feel fully safe, secure, have their rooms prepared, um, have had time to run through trainings of what, you know, again, the behavioral expectations are for the kids now in this adjusted environment. Um, so yeah, all of those things are going to come to meet tonight at five thirty, And I know that the parents are going to ask, you know, when is my child going to be able to come back to school? What's it going to look like? What do I need to do? And teachers are going to ask the same thing. The expectation is April 5th, the more realistic, date would be somewhere around May 3rd. Um, And so we're going to have to figure out how to squeeze all of this together. Um, I don't, at this point, uh, six, basically 6 a.m. Wednesday morning, know what I'm going to say. I don't know what the classrooms are going to look like. I don't know how we're going to organize ourselves because we also need to maintain an online option for kids, which means that 
teachers are either figuring out how to teach kids online and in person at the same time, um, in different phases. Um, that's hard. Taxing, not always the best. You can also have a designated teacher per grade level, perhaps, um, as the virtual teacher and all of the kids across the grade level who are remaining virtual go with that teacher for the rest of the year. Um, and that teacher's students who would be coming back in person get distributed into the other classes. That's a possibility. Uh, I can mandate one of those solutions. I can also put it to the teachers uh, to work together to, to solve. Um, I suspect that that's probably how we'll get the better, more nuanced answers. Uh, but I also know that a lot of people want to have clear-cut directives. And, uh, and that's something that I can also provide. So I'm also getting my first vaccination shot today uh, in the middle of the day. So that's going to be um, a very uh, momentous, I think, interlude for all of this. It was quite a big day. And as you can probably tell, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around how all this is going to work together. It feels like the clock is really ticking. Anyway, since the last time we spoke, or since the last time I checked in, we've been basically operating online almost entirely. We've had kids still in childcare um, every day. And back at the end of January, the governor made the announcement that um, we could start coming back in person, you know, in hybrid models and in small groups, however we wanted to do that. We had to get certified by the state which we did, we got, we were above and beyond in all of our safety measures. And still, you know, understandably, I think a lot of people were reticent to resume life as they knew it, just because of the toll, you know, psychologically and physically and emotionally within families and friends that the coronavirus and COVID-19 has, has had. And, um, so we've allowed people to come back as they're comfortable. So as folks have been getting vaccinated, they've come back a little bit more. We've had pre-K and kindergarten kids on campus. We will again today, um, small groups for parts of the day. And it's been really exciting to have them come up to campus. And then small, you know, small bits, it's easier to manage. And so I think we've all felt comfortable doing that. We've had orientation sessions and all of that. So uh, it's felt manageable. Now it feels, uh, feels like a lot of operational uh, plans need to be uh, sort of drawn up yet again. This time, hopefully, uh, the last time everybody comes back. So we've been inching toward this. And in many ways, we should be prepared for it. Um, but I do know that the one thing that is really challenging to prepare for is what happens when 
the inevitable questions come up that there's almost no way you could have foreseen that live in all of these new nooks and crannies of this of this incredibly complex um, human uh, <laughs> endeavor come to bear. And we are going to have moments where the plans break down, where things come up that we didn't expect. And how do you actually deal with the cynicism and suspicion and, and all of those things that people may be inclined to feel when it may look like we're just not prepared? You know, I, I keep making this, you know, hyperbolic analogy that when people see a, uh, a fingernail on the, in the middle of the hallway and assume that everybody in the school has, has the coronavirus because, you know, you don't know if you were planning for something like that, the place isn't clean and what else isn't clean. It's like the, it's like the M&M situation for Van Halen. Um, anyway, those types of things are almost impossible to manage. And that's, that's what I'm really concerned about. How do we, how do we engage everybody in problem solving together, spotting these things and improving together instead of looking for reasons why this whole thing is unsafe and ill-conceived, etc. So that gets back to the earlier conversation we had about the virus actual and perceived. And I think that we can we can manage the the actual virus. We've we've done that. We've not had a single incident of spread of the virus on our campuses at all, uh, which we're proud of. Um, you know, of course, people in our school community have have been exposed or have had loved ones exposed, and they have come up uh, close to campus as well, um, but again, it hasn't spread. So. We feel safe. A, a number of us are there every single day. We have been this whole time. And uh, I just hope that everybody else can feel that same way. It's going to be a, it's going to be a bit of a long road. On top of that, we are trying to change the, the school calendar a little bit. I think uh, we are doing budgeting. Legislative session is wrapping up. There's going to be a bit of a change in the landscape, and I just felt like this was the morning to reach back out to you and to bring you into the audio diary of life at Turquoise Trail Charter Schools right now. Uh, I hope that you and the family are doing really well. It's good to check in the other day over text. Thanks again, everyone, for joining. And a special welcome to all of our newest Coyotes, who we are so excited to get to see in person uh, in the upcoming school year. Hope to see you all soon. Stay safe, everyone, and stay in touch. Keep reading books. Keep reading books.